sanity left. Nah. Any chance for humanity's landing on who the next up. Hope we handed a mammal enough to work on the neck up. Those who handle and damage control. Welcome to episode 60 of the Average Joe's MMA show. Jeff Shanahan, David Van Boglin, and Ryan Dempsey back with you. Little run, little run the jewels to kick things off because my girl Thug Rose is fucking fighting this weekend. Tip of the hat to Thug. Got a tip of the cap. Oh, that all makes sense to me now, right? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I should have known. Thug's, Thug's walkout music, man. That was uh, that's, that's my connection to my girl. Was Thug like your first big MMA fighter that followed you uh, on Twitter? I think so. Yeah. I think MMA fighter she was. That's bigger than anyone that's followed me. I got like Eddie Gordon and a couple other uh, lower tier guys. I've never yeah. had anyone with the like the clout or the the stature of, I of Thug. I think she's probably the biggest one I still have. Is it? Oh, okay. I've got like smaller name ones. Like, I've got more like reporters and stuff. I've got a few reporters but, yeah. and, and stuff like that too, and and a few like uh, I guess some UFC guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, as for Matt fighters, and... I've never scored anyone uh, on a follow as high as... I mean, like wrestlers, yes, DDP, Tommy Dreamer, right. blah, 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 whatever. But MMA fighters, man, you got me, you know, yeah. <laughs> way, way above anything I've fucking scored. Oh, uh, man, that's that Run the Jewels connection. <laughs> well, I got Eric O'Brien or Eric Hulk right now, so I got that. I count for anything. I got you Eric. finally got Eric and you've been working for him? I got Eric. I've had Eric for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be like, actually, the first guy that was following me on Twitter. <laughs> he was the guy I used to bug the most on Twitter. Yeah, I think, yeah, I just did. <laughs> like, that's all, like, when I first, first started using Twitter, like, that was really, I, I just used it pretty much like I do now, just talk MMA shit, but I always used to just tweet Eric. And then he would be stuck having conversations with me. <laughs> but know, he was always great about it. Like, he was always cool about it. We mm-hmm. had some pretty good talks and shit. A true story. When I first started Twitter, um, I, I got connected to a fucking porn star, Mia Rose. Yeah. Over um, World of Warcraft. She was a World of Warcraft player. This was like, God, this was like nine, eight, nine years ago. And... Uh, I, would, I had just broken my, my hip again, and I was laid up, and that's all I could do. So we're talking kind of like 08. So she had lo- she was uh, known for being a World of Warcraft player, and she signed up for Twitter. I seen it said, people you may know, and I, and I followed her. At the time, she only had like 600 people following her. So right. I started talking to her, and she started talking back, and we talked for probably a year straight just nice. about World of Warcraft. She ran a Warlock, I ran a Warlock, and... Uh, uh, but then, you know, people realize, hey, it's a porn star, and she just exploded, 150,000 followers, whatever, and I kind of got lost in the wayside, but right. uh, she's a cool chick, man, and uh, she's now she retired from porn, she's doing pro gaming, uh, League of Legends, uh, right. those MOBA games, all those, uh, Call of Duty, something like that, you know. <laughs> Twitter connections. Yeah, man, Twitter, <laughs> Twitter's insane. It's, it's, I, when I first started, I never thought that a, that a site a social media network that only allowed 140 characters was going to work. Yeah. I figured social media, people want to be long-winded. They want to share pictures. They want to, you know, share stories. They want to They don't want to be limited to just, you know, hi, how are you? And send it. That was pretty much how uh, I was anti-Twitter for a while because of mm-hmm. that 140 character. Yeah. Because I like to rant. Mm-hmm. And that's why they ended up making um, add-ons for, like, called Twit Longer or Tweet Longer or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. Uh, but I never thought it, I never thought it would it would be successful just because of that, and, and it's so big. I just found loopholes. Yeah, that, that was one of the reasons, like, I stayed away from it for so long. I was just thinking, like, 
140 doesn't seem like it's enough to get a thought across until you kind of realize, like, you, you work at it a little bit and kind of figure out how you can do it. Yeah, learn to, twi- to uh, tweet speak. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Two instead of T-O-O or T-W-O or whatever. Yeah, you, you, know, just, you just... You instead of limit, Y-O-U. Limit what you're going to say and shit. Yeah. You know, you, yeah, you, exactly. you trim out a lot of the bullshit. You can easily sneak in 225 in that motherfucker if you know what you're doing. Of course, it looks like you're typing like a, a, a half moron, but, you know... <laughs> you just leave everything <laughs> you know, all in one Exactly. Light. You know, no punctuation. Just no kind of space. <laughs> I don't use a lot of punctuation either because it just takes up character space yeah. sometimes. So just like, whatever. If I use punctuation, I got to do it proper. It's got to be punctuation space next thing and that's that just takes up too much fucking i mean space. like I'll, I'll put periods and sentences but i'm not so like comma heavy in, mm-hmm. in twitter because fuck you I, I need those characters fuck yeah i yeah, got I shit got, to say i gotta tell people how much their fucking fight sucked yeah and how much their fucking their managers <laughs> milking them and why they ain't getting sponsor money and, i gotta you know. get blocked by fucking tyron <laughs> woodby and I'm, I'm friends again with fucking Uriah Faber. I'm not friends with them, but I'm not blocked by him. I can talk to him again. So well, it's a great thing. Too. Maybe, maybe Uri- one day. You know, Uriah Faber got his Hall of Fame thing, and he's, he's you know, he's he's turned over a new leaf. He's a nicer guy now. He can take the uh, ass chin comments. I think it's the average Joe connection via no. me that probably got you guys back in the good book. You think so, Ryan? I was you? Not, I'm not I, in Uriah yeah, Faber's just, bad graces. I just don't feel like he deserves to be a Hall of Famer. I I agree. He shouldn't be modern. He should be pioneer. Oh God! Fuck off. Look, hey, it's true. Like, think with all the guys that said there would be no lightweight division or lighter weight divisions in the UFC if it wasn't for him. He should be in the Hall of Very Good. He's in. Uh, his, he's got his spot, and he can go away happy. You think he's gonna train? Is he gonna stick to training? Probably. Is he going to stay retired? At least owning a gym. Is he? Gonna, I mean, but is he going to stay doing that? Is he going to fight again what? somewhere, if not the UFC? But so you think? You think I don't think he'll fight anywhere else. If he's going to fight, it's going to be in the UFC. Yeah. And the, the two divisions he fights in are way too dangerous for him. My, my main thing in this is: Does he stay retired? I could see him maybe uh, trying to come back if TJ beat Cody. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe, but. What do you think, Ryan? I I think he's one of those guys that is actually going to be is going to stay done because he has, he has too many other options outside that he doesn't really need the he doesn't need the money from the from the fight. We only like the Russian like Jeff said like those divisions are so stacked that if he comes back like say TJ wins it's going to be versus uh, Gar- Garbrandt two or against Cruz two so it's not like he's just going to come back and start getting title shots and. Really, all he's just going to be is a gatekeeper at this point, and I think he's past that in his life and career. He said uh, he retired because he was still young. I think that was the quote that I read, is that he wanted to retire young, and he's still young, and that's why. Um, that's another reason why it makes me think, like, I don't think he's he's 100% fully done. Even if it's only one more fight, I still think he's got it in him, and I still think that he comes back somewhere, somehow, some way, and has at least one more fight. Um, I don't think this is, I don't think even the Hall of Fame finalizes uh, Uriah's entire career. I think there's one more left in him. And I can't say who, and I can't say why, and I can't say where, and I can't whatever, but I, I think that the man's just, he's got one more in him. I can see him coming back. Yeah, I mean, big payday. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, everybody, everybody's got a price, like the Million Dollar uh, Man used to say. Everybody's got to pay. Fair enough. <laughs> so, 
We had a fun weekend, man. We had a lot of things happen over the weekend. <laughs> Friday was a complete shit show. This event yeah. has so much controversy around it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Buckle we, up, boys and girls, because we're gonna. This is gonna be a long talk about this event. But we did have we did have some fun Saturday night. You uh, you came to my house for a fight oh, night. Man. Believe it or not, you know we've done sixty shows together, and we talk all the time, and we hang out outside the show. You know, not a lot because of what it is, but. That's the first time I ever went over and watched one with Jeff. I usually watched the Everett, but I was like, fuck it, we're going to watch one. We're watch this pay-per-view. We're going to break in the fucking the, the new section over. We're going to have a good oh, time. Yeah. You know, and meet, some, meet a couple of uh, of Jeff's buddies, Todd Bobby and his, and his my, cousin. My cousin Rob, you know, cousin Rodney. Rob. Yep, he was cool as shit, man. Everyone was awesome to me, and Tony was there. Uh, no, no, uh, no stranger to the average Joe's MMA show. You know, Tony was there hanging out, uh, watching oh, yeah. the fights, and uh, I had a fucking blast going over there. And man, when I say blast, it was uh, <laughs> I was blasted. <laughs> Good lord, I was mean, it awesome? Have I, have I? Now that you have no. been able to attest after coming to a fight, I have not um, over exaggerated what happens at my house for fight. No, night. you undersold it. <laughs> <laughs> you sold it. Yeah, yeah. I, awesome. I, I still got fucking Snapple cotton mouth. This, this is ridiculous. I had so much fun, man. It was it was cool um, because a lot of the times what, what happens is uh, the people that I that I normally hang out with is if we got the usual core group of three or four guys that actually know fights and they they know what's going on, they know the fighters. We can watch and we can all, you know, we can, yes, you know, when something good happens and we know what's going on. But on occasion, they'll just invite randoms over. And that gets so frustrating because all randoms want to do is talk about their dog and their job and what they, they had for dinner. They don't want to fucking focus. They just want to be there for like a party. Right. They're just, you know, ever to whoever should remain nameless, invites these random fucking people, banned people, and, you know, and, and, and cousins and other people, and they don't have any fucking clue what's going on with the fight, and they don't want to go out with the fight, and they're sitting over there in the room talking and laughing, and I'm like, shut the fuck up, dude, I'm trying to watch a fucking fight. And it wasn't even me, it was Everett's brother, it was like, Jesus Christ, the fight's around assholes. Fucking thank you, David. Yeah, David will definitely be an asshole. He's a fucking hothead, I love him to death for it. He is. But... You know, we got to. I got to watch a fight over over there with four people, including three other people that knew the fighters, knew the fights. Dude, that is like a, a savant for uh, for referees. Knows oh, them all. God, Tony, Tony, dude, <laughs> he like specializes in refs. He's he's get he's getting there with MMA ones. You know, mm-hmm. he knows all the big ones. Yeah, I schooled them on Beltran. But um, like NFL referees, dude, will sit there every Sunday. Because we all play in a in a fantasy football league together, and I get uh, red zone channel, so everybody just we usually come over to my house and do pretty much the same thing. Just eat a bunch of food and smoke and watch football and shit. And Tony knows every goddamn head referee in the NFL. He will just be sitting there and be like, "Oh yeah, there's my man Jerome. Who? <laughs> <laughs> like I know Ed Hockley, the fucking gigantic, huge ripped referee. Yeah, and there's big, a couple other. Yeah, there's a couple yeah, other yeah. ones, but." This motherfucker knows everyone. He used to know all the NHL referees and shit. Like he's got a thing for the refs, man. Yeah, he just, I'm sure he, he just knows, knows players when he watches baseball. But yeah, he, he's a savant for fucking referees, and he's getting there with <laughs> MMA. It's ridiculous. Try to blast. I appreciate you guys inviting me over yeah, for that. Anytime. Uh, I'm glad you had fun. Yeah, I had so much fun. <laughs> yeah, you know. we definitely. 
We definitely. That's we were what we watching. Did. We were talking. Ryan, you didn't get the prelims, did you? You guys weren't able to watch uh, them or something. Yeah, they for some reason, you know, TSN will show the same thing on four of the five channels, but then the one channel you got to pay, like I said before, twenty bucks extra a month just to get one station. That's the one they'll throw the prelims on. But of course, they yeah. actually aired them uh, Sunday afternoon or Monday afternoon, whichever day it was. They threw them on. So I mean. Knew, knew most of the results, but I was able to catch them there eventually, uh, luckily enough, so it wasn't, wasn't all terrible. You should write a sternly worded letter. Absolutely. Except emails. I sent many emails to TSN. <laughs> they never replied to me. I what about the pay-per-view? Did you watch the pay-per-view? I didn't know if email was a such I, I, Yeah, I did get the pay-per-view, yeah. This was my first, uh, my first Sunday off of my new schedule there, so yeah. finally I can sit back, kick back, watch the uh, pay-per-views, and have to worry about working on two and a half, three hours sleep. Did you watch it with Connor? Did you make him sit up, wake him up, watch it? Yeah, no, uh, he had, he actually was in bed nice and early with the rest of the family, and I just had the, uh, the whole couch know. to myself with a bowl of chips and a case of beer. Awesome. A case of beer. Wow. Canadian, <laughs> what do you want from me? Wow, okay. Don't blame your nationality for your mm. alcoholism. I'm Canadian. I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> I'm a... I'm a, I'm a very Just friendly alcoholic. Case of beer is a second. I mean, I had the whole damn case. Well, I don't There's know. There's two left. I don't know. I, see, I like to have the right beside me so I don't have to get up and keep on going to the kitchen to get another and another. If you put it right beside you, then you're good to go. Yeah, but they get warm eventually. Yeah, I know, but I don't like cold beer. I like room temperature. Oh. Dude, you just broke you my heart. You get along with my cousin. My cousin will open a beer... And then leave the fucking thing on his nightstand for like a day, and then drink. Oh yeah, no, no, no you can't what open the it, and leave it. That's oh yeah, man. That's just wrong. Dude, that's legit, weird. legit. He's... Tony can fucking attest to that shit. Really? Ask him on Saturday when he's here. Jesus, dude. yeah. How the fuck do you do that? Yeah, it, sometimes two days. Like he'll just leave a beer and just drink it. Wow. Piss see, warm and see, fucking domestic, gross. Domestic, domestic. I don't mind if it's if it. So, like lukewarm or room temperature, but if I'm having something like imported, like a like, Heineken, Guinness, I like those ones to be chilled. But if I'm having like a Coors or a Canadian, or well, no, something like that, uh, it doesn't have to be fancy or chilled. None of that nonsense. Gross. Domestic beer, fucking warm, is even worse. Oh. Like I can stand an almost room temperature good IPA, but fuck, you gave me a warm Coors Light and I'm gonna throw it at you. Ugh. Nine times out of ten, you give me a Coors Light period, I'm going to throw it at you. Well, uh, you brought it up, not me. I, I thought <laughs> well, you were I'm just saying. I thought you were home drinking good beer. No, I, I, no, uh, no. We had, we had an if, I'm just, if I'm just sitting around at home, I don't care to spend extra money on it. If I'm going out and I'm actually going to... I pictured you with like a nice... Enjoy a nice dinner or something. With a Molson? Nice chocolate stout or something. See, like, I don't. I have that stuff if I'm going out and sitting down with some friends and that. But if I'm just sitting at home and I'm having, like, you know, four or five beers, I don't. Oh no! Don't care if it's <laughs> something fancy or if it's just cheap. I don't consider what I drink fancy, but <laughs> if I'm well, sitting out, you know I mean, I don't mean fancy. I'm just saying, like, you know, a Heineken compared to a Coors or like a Guinness compared to to Molson X. And That's founders, something. founders all day IPA in my fridge. <laughs> I mean, I live. 35, 40 minutes from a delicious brewery. Well, I live, well, you live a mile from exactly. a delicious brewery, but well, a, a I nationally... A 20, I a 20-minute walk. <laughs> a nationally famous delicious brewery is just down the road in Grand Rapids. I support local. I drink a lot of their beer. Always support local. Yeah, you should. You're Canadian. There's probably a Put lot of... Put their kids through college. Hey, man, whatever. If 
I had Nate, someone has to help, right? If I had a business and kids, I'd want someone to put them through college. A nice upstanding, yeah, right. a nice upstanding gentleman like myself. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, UFC two ten. Not without a shit ton of controversy, but we'll kick things oh, off in wow. the main event and talk about all that business. Yeah, this is going to be fun. Daniel Cormier and still your light heavyweight champion as he defeated Rumble Johnson in the second round. Where Johnson quit. Start from the beginning. Yeah, let's talk. Okay, we want to go all the way back to Friday. Wait, wait, cut, to wait, or, to or wait, 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 day. To, yeah. to towel gate? Towel gate. Okay. So there is about 30 minutes left in the weigh-ins, and I message both of you that Rumble and Daniel Cormier have yet to be seen. It gets down to the waning minutes of the weigh-ins. Daniel Cormier steps on the scale and is 1.2 pounds overweight. Magically, well, actually, before that, Rumble Johnson steps on the scale, and he is 1.2 pounds underweight. Suddenly, about a minute later, Daniel Cormier steps back on the scale fully naked with a towel in front of him and magically loses 1.2 pounds. How did he do that? <laughs> well, you see, what happens is when you put your hands on the towel and you push the fucking thing down, suddenly you become lighter. It's, it's amazing how that works. Isn't it? Yeah. So... <laughs> Cormier's fat ass has oh, what, two thumbs? Two thumbs just pushing that bitch down. And you can see the towel where it was flat across, the two towels, and now they start to bow. Yeah, and then you see when he lets yeah. go, it goes boop, bing, 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 bing. They pop back up. Back up. <laughs> Scale starts going around in circles. So like when Homer tried to put on 300 pounds. <laughs> there's, there's a couple working parts here because, one... Cormier knew exactly what the fuck he was doing. He no exactly shit. Seen, right? The guys around him, officials, how did they not call bullshit on this? I don't know. They, I'm not talking about UFC officials. I'm talking no, the, about and it, and it, NYS, yeah. SAC yeah, or whatever. New York State Athletic Commission. Because um, they're a fucking clown school. Oh, so. my God. They're fucking morons. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute. Now, how does the UFC officials Because they want a title this? fight. No, USADA's got to be somewhere. I don't think USADA has anything to do with, with the way it's, No, but Rumble's camp. We'll cancel that. Rumble's camp. Oh, totally. Has no. to see this, right? Totally. Well, like Joey D. No, let's go up said even. there in that video that you posted. <laughs> right. Let's go up even higher. Dana's got to see well, this. Fuck you yeah. know, the, the upper echelon of, of the UFC, this brass has to see this. Nobody says a fucking word. They just kind of let it go to make it to the fight. So that makes me think that Rumble's camp all sees this and says, no, wait a fucking minute. And the UFC's brass says, let them have it. We'll pay us extra money to the I table. Think Rumble's we'll do camp, I, or that or Rumble's camp was just like, fuck it, we want to fight. We we'll let it. this happen. We'll take care of it on the backside like they're doing now because Ali's filing that they shit. They thought they were in an illegal right. situation. If if they won, they got the belt. If they lost, they could do the appeal. Right. Maybe maybe that's the, the deal, right? So all kinds of shit, people oh, seeing this yeah. stuff, and the only ones that raise the fucking fuss at the time are the fans. And the reporters. Or, I consider them part yeah, of yeah, you know, yeah. They were, the there non-officials. Was, there was plenty in the media calling you know, bullshit. Yeah, non-officials. Brett Akamoto asked, asked the goddamn fucking... 
New York State Athletic Commission official about it, and the guy was trying to deny that it happened. And he's like, I've, I've seen the video, Dude. sir. Like, I have the video right here. And the guy's like, well, I don't know. Maybe it happened. Oh, my God. Well, I, don't, I don't know. That's a fucking, that, that whole thing was a goddamn joke. That's, I've, I've never seen anything like that in the UFC. No. Never. I've seen it and uh, attempted in, like, uh, uh, high school wrestling and... and uh, Other wrestling you events know, and things like shit that. Shit like yeah. that. Um, but I've never seen anyone attempt that in the UFC no. or uh, on a scale like that. And then try to act it's like you don't know what the shady. fuck you're doing. It was super fucking shady. It was ridiculously shady. and uh, Cormier's a shady dude. Unbelievable! It's it's just wait until Jones gets back, and then we'll have to worry about him. Ever. This this yep. shit is <laughs> we haven't even got to the fucking fight yet. Right? You know, we're still a day away from the fucking to fight night. This is what Friday? Friday? Friday morning? Friday morning? Yeah. Early afternoonish? Whatever yeah, it was. yeah. It was like they had till eleven to weigh 11, in. I think. Yeah. Well, then the fuck thing is, is Daniel had two hours. Had he missed weight to make weight? Apparently, according to the fucking jackass from the New York State Athletic Commission. So why the fuck do we even need Towelgate? Like, if you got two hours to go away in, step your fat ass back off the scale, put your suit back on, and hit the sauna. Yeah, well, so even even if he weighs in like with like two minutes left at the deadline, he's given like that time to lose the weight still. From what I have understood from listening to a few different podcasts and and them discuss this topic a few times, I, I listened to Severe's. This morning, talk about it. Um, Unfiltered talked about it earlier in the week. And then I listened to the Way of the Warrior show from that Eric posted Saturday before the fights, and he talked about it too. And all of them said basically the same thing, that apparently, according to the rules, no, I, I don't know if anybody knew, and that's why he just did it, and he thought if he didn't right. make weight, the fight was off. But apparently he had two hours to make weight had, as long as he stepped on the scale. Yes, yes. Okay. The, the rule is, is is no matter what time he steps on, whether it's uh, uh, five minutes till or, or two hours till or whatever it is. Um, yeah, it's two hours from the time he weighs in. Yeah, if you weigh in and you're over, you get an, a, a two hours exemption to weigh back in after that. Okay, okay. So if he was... I thought that once they set up his deadline thing that that was it. That was what everybody thought, too. Yeah, the deadline is just for your initial weigh-in, your very first weigh-in if you have to go back uh, uh, and you only get two hours. You, it, you can't extend it after that. So, you know, it's Right. Okay. Yeah, I read it I read up after that. Uh, I read it into that after seeing all the, the reporters post that no, he still got another two hours. I didn't think he did. I thought they only had until 11 and then it was over, but you That's... only have until 11 to do your, your official weigh-in. Yeah, that's. I thought the same thing, but yeah. So Talgate didn't even need to happen. Didn't didn't even need to happen. But he did it, and he got away with it. So far. So far. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see if anything comes out from that. If they start look, if they actually do look into it at all. Because at this point we have, uh, I, I believe I read today that they're they're appealing for money. Twenty percent. They want the the twenty uh, percent of the purse because he was overweight. Is that what it is? Yeah. They don't care about the winner or the loss. They just want the money. That's what I've heard. Is that that? Yeah. They just want the twenty percent of the yeah, purse. Yeah. Twenty percent for him not making weight. Yeah. Essentially, is what they would have gotten. Exactly. Oh, fair enough. But they they did it after the fight. 
Because if they did it before, there's no title on the line. Right. Right. So. Yeah. So the all, title was all, on the line. It all got. It all happened so that the title fight could have and save the pay per view because you're not selling shit with Musashi and Weidman in yeah. the main event. Which makes me think that even more so that uh, the UFC, someone in, in the UFC's upper echelon convinced Rumble to just let it go. Probably. And go to or the at fight. least to his yeah. manager. Yeah. Yeah. Makes exactly. a lot of sense. Rumble, Rumble's camp. Ali's, Ali's a, he's a, got a notorious uh, reputation of being a scumbag, but he's a smart manager. Uh, so then we get to the actual fight. Shit don't seem right when Rumble Johnson's walking out to the cage. No. Looked off. Looked kind of scared. Yeah. Just didn't didn't look like that hungry animal. There was no fire. Not. There was no excitement. He just kind of looked like he was. He didn't want to be there. Yeah, exactly. It was it was like having a guy here that didn't want to watch fights is trying to call the fucking show. Oh. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? No, I have no idea what you're talking so, about. So, I don't know where the fuck his head... Oh, well, I guess I kind of know where his head was, but... Um, it was not prepared to fight. No. He was not going out there to fucking... To, to fight. I, I know that much. There was no excitement in, in the air for him. Yeah, it was terrible. He just... He looked off, and, and then we found out why as soon as the fight started. Rumble kicks things off early with a good flurry in the first 30 seconds and then decides, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to wrestle with Daniel Cormier. Wow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to take him down and then try to do Greco-Roman wrestling with him cause, uh, because I'm an idiot. Because? I, I knock people fucking stupid for a living. I have already knocked this guy in his ass once before. You know, I think it's a good idea to just not fucking stand with him. What did you, when you seen this, when you were watching this, Ryan, because we were watching all together, you were watching by yourself. What was your reaction when you seen right. Rumble try to fucking, you know, uh, I think he went for a single leg or he, he pushed him against the cage and tried for a double. <clears throat> he, he, whatever he was doing, he was trying to take down Daniel Cormier. And. I, all I can imagine is the look on Ryan's face, the same look on Cormier's face. was like, what the fuck is going on here? Because yeah. if you look at Cormier's face, when when Rumble pushes him up against the cage and tries to take him down, Cormier kind of looks around and goes, is this really fucking happening? Right. It was a weird look on his face. Yeah. Like, I can't believe he's trying to do this. He was confused. Is this fucking, is this real life? What the fuck? What, uh, what yeah, like, the only thing that I could think of like when it was happening was, was it going back to that first fight, the fact that, he rocked him and couldn't finish him. He landed a couple of good head kicks, couldn't finish him. This fight started same way Rumble's other fights all start with the like, My only thought was maybe DC's head that he can eat the punches and it's not going to work. So maybe he's going to try and throw DC off his game, try and catch him off guard, and maybe get a quick takedown to get into DC's head and see if he can figure something out that way. Um, that was like, that was my initial thought, and then when he kept on going back trying to grapple with him, then it was just like, well, it's not working. Maybe you should go back to the plan A of throwing those massive silverback gorilla fists at his face and hope that one hits him in the chin, knock him right out. But uh, I, we were just utterly shocked 
and, yeah. and, and almost insulted to a point. It was like, what the fuck did we pay this for? This is this is not the Rumble fight that we wanted to see or expected to see. This is not what what is Rumble doing? Is he is he just is he an idiot? Is too many concussions? Is his brain fried? Why is he trying to wrestle Daniel Cormier and failing? Cormier just had his way with him. Yeah, he made and, him his rag doll. He's fucking made Rumble his bitch. Yep, and Rumble took it. I, took it. Maybe Rumble even was thinking back to like that Phil Davis when Phil Davis tried to grapple with uh, with Rumble, and he and you know Rumble was able to defend it no problem. I was like maybe he was even thinking, you know what I could do with one wrestling maybe another like even no. though there's a massive massive disparity yeah. between Phil Davis and, and Daniel Cormier. Yeah, I was gonna say there's a huge difference in wrestling between the two. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Cormier. With 53 strikes, Rumble with six. Okay. A stat line you wouldn't imagine seeing, eh? Rumble, well, if I see Rumble with six, that means he knocked him out in, on his sixth strike. Right. Yeah, usually. Yeah. You know, that's that's what I see, you know. And that's not the case. It was, no. you know, round two, uh, eventually through the miserable and horribly failed takedown attempts that continued into the second round. Yeah. Daniel Cormier just kind of said, fuck it, I might as well just win now. Yeah. He came out with the same strategy in the second round. Not let's, hey, let's change things. Maybe try to punch him in the face. Yeah, so it's utterly fucking miserable in the first round. It it got absolutely nowhere and just got himself abused. He said, let's do it again. Let's just do it again. That makes perfect sense. Perfect fucking sense. And then this fight ended up ending the exact same way the first fight ended, with yeah. Rumble getting choked out. Yeah. Quit. He quit yeah. that fight. Yes, he did. He gave the fuck up, and he quit once again. Yeah. I am 100% under the opinion that, you know what, I'm going to hold on to that for a minute, because... After the fight, we we had uh, he announced that he was done. Yep, he had he made an announcement that he was retiring, uh, going to pursue other interests. Rumors have speculated, left and right, what that is. No um, official word yet. No, nothing. Yet. Okay, nothing Ryan, right. you ever seen anything official yet? Uh, the only thing that I saw, well, originally was was uh, was it Jeff? Was it you that sent that? Uh, yeah, the picture, picture of, his, of the, his Twitter his update. Twitter, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I saw that, and and then I and then I heard a um, heard somewhere that there was the rumor that he was going to be working with Los Angeles. Like it was almost confirmed, but not confirmed. But it just wasn't. It wasn't confirmed because they didn't know what capacity yet. I guess. I, I had I had heard it was going to be. Um, he was supposedly going to be the uh, strength and conditioning coach. That's exactly what I. Th- but then I saw that be going there I saw it. today on Twitter that um, somebody close to Rumble said that's not true. Oh, okay. So I, that, I that's don't. That's the only one that makes sense to me. Yeah, that the, the, uh, immediately everyone thought he was going to play football, but Jesus, he, 
if you would get crushed. He's 30-something yeah. years old. Like. <laughs> when Jeff said that to us, we're like, oh, I wonder what spot he's going to have on the fucking training side of it. And yeah. none of us were yeah. like, oh, look, he's the new linebacker. Right. You know, I've seen some idiots. I was like, like, oh, look, he's going to be a safety. Dude, he's not playing it, fucking football, you guys. It's like, when, it's like when Brock Lesnar went ball. from uh, WWE to try out for the Vikings. Just give him the ball. Yeah. Let Rumble run. <laughs> let, let Rumble punch dudes. <laughs> so... It'll be the Rumble, hardest hitter since Ray Rice. Did anybody see this coming? No. Rumble fucking quitting? No. No. You know, I no. mean, this was the furthest thing I, I would have expected well, to happen. I mean, quitting the fight or just quitting from fighting? Because he, exactly. he did quit in the first fight again. So he just kind of repeated the same behavior. I, I firmly believe that Rumble knew that this was his last fight going in. And he knew 100% that he didn't want to win this fight. He wanted to quit. He wanted to quit fighting. He wanted to go on to this next job. The reason why he did this grappling and stuff is because he didn't want to get beat up. He wanted to get taken down and submitted so he could tap out. He threw this fight. He did not fight this fight to win it. He did not come out and fight this fight competitively. He did not win. He threw the fight for money. And this this whole thing was, was a sham. Um... And Rumble should uh, should apologize to the fans for for coming out and throwing that fight because he did. He threw the fight. He didn't fight competitively, and he came out and he lost on purpose for money. I believe that one hundred percent. I uh, I've gone back and forth with my thought process on whether he he threw the fights. There's been times where I'm like, yeah, he he maybe, but I definitely think he quit in the fight. I definitely 100% stand by the fact that he quit yeah. in that fight and he gave the fuck up before, as soon as as soon as soon Daniel took his back, he was like, well, this is over. Yeah. I'm done with. And that's why his corner walked off on him. Yeah, see, I think that the grappling part, that when he just came in and wasn't striking his grappling, that too. I think he was going in grappling on purpose so that he could give Cormier his neck or his arm or something so that he could quickly submit and get out of there. I think he was giving himself... To Cormier so that he could lose on purpose. I, th- I, I really do. I know it's kind of fucked up to no, say. No, it's not that far but, off, though. You know, I think I just, you know, I think the whole thing was a work. I've gone back and forth on it myself, brother. Like, I, I not that I think he was, like, paid off to do it or. No, I don't like think that. it was. I don't think it was that at all. I definitely think he quit in the fight. And whether or not he intended to quit in the fight remains to be seen. But he quit, and that pissed off Henry Hoof. Because Henry Hoof was the one in the last fight screaming, don't you quit. Yeah. Don't you quit. And he quit. And he quit again. And it's caused some controversy in our camp that Henry Hoof walked off and left after the fight got over in anger. Fuck him. I would have left too. Thank you. Fuck that dude. For quitting like that, for for doing what he did, for for embarrassing me, for embarrassing himself, for embarrassing the sport, for all the fucking bullshit that he did in that fight alone. I'd have left his punk ass there. I would have never fucking spoken to him again. I would have booted him the fuck out of my gym. He's not allowed anywhere near me. You just echoed so much of this shit I said to Ryan. There's no fucking way, man. That is not the kind of fucking athlete. That's not the kind of fucking person that I want to be around. It's not the kind of people that I want training with my fighters. I don't want them anywhere near that negativity and that kind of bullshit. No way. Now representing the Rumble Johnson camp, Ryan Dempsey. Sorry, Ryan. (laughs) 
I didn't mean to fucking. No. I didn't mean to be long winded on oh, that. No, I wanted no, to give I, you your, I, your shot. No, on no, that. no. I, like I said, like like toward like to you guys, like I, like I, I like okay, when it first happened, okay, not knowing whatever, I thought there was kind of like this bogus that that he would just straight up leave him there, and like just leaving him high and trying to whatever, just left him in the ring. Especially when you find out that he knew it was his last fight. And to just point, you know, he said that he'd quit in the past. He could have, you know, years ago said, you know what, I'm not with you anymore. You're done. He stood, the fact that he stood by him up until the last fight. And then he chose the moment when he would have said, you know what, after all these years together, that's the moment that he chose to leave this thing. To me, it just, it made no sense at this point. I why, got not you. Do it, why not do it after the first DC fight when he quit? Why not do it after the, after the Koscheck fight when he quit? Why, why I don't, wait until, like, I don't necessarily. if he has a history of doing this, why wait until you know that this moment's going to be about him saying goodbye and he's going to thank his coaches for everything. He takes that moment to say, I'm out, I'm, I'm done. No. Like, I don't I, like, I don't think he quit in the Koscheck fight necessarily. The only fight, other fight I've I thought he quit in was the, the first DC fight. He quit then and I think he quit in this one. I don't think he really quit in the... And he lost that fight to Koscheck, but I don't think he was. I don't think he quit in it. No, yeah, and I think I, that's I, well, okay. Yeah, that's the, so I'll just but, say, say, say but the first DC fight. You don't. Well, you don't. Okay, I, I, to your point, you don't abandon somebody. Uh, you know, the first time, especially if they come back and they're like, "I'm sorry," you know, I, it won't happen again. You want to believe in your fighter. You want to believe right. in them. You want to believe that they've changed. So think of it from Henry's perspective. You've just put all this time and effort into getting – I mean, it's not even the last six weeks of camp. It's, it's been the better part of the last year getting your fighter ready for this rematch against Cormier because they were supposed right, right, to do yeah. it – they were supposed to do it months ago, and then Daniel got hurt and, <clears throat> and whatever. So you, as Henry Hoof, have, in, have invested so much time and effort into this person to make them ready – to make sure they are mentally and physically ready to go, and then they fucking just abandon the game plan that you guys worked on together and quit on you. Okay, but that that's fair. But then why come out after everything has happened? And he's saying, so he gets a bunch of backlash from people, and he comes out and he defends what he did, saying, "I didn't do this. I was actually going to get a different shirt to wear, whatever. Why not just why not just say the truth and say, you know what? No, I was frustrated." Because he quit on this, he did this, he does it all the time. Like, why because not just too many, why Because too many people up? are like, going to... To me, we're just kind of getting a little more shady. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Fighters knows? make up excuses yeah. all the time, he too, probably to just lied. He, he probably just lied about that. He just rather, made up an excuse. To, um, because too many people aren't going to understand and, and be like, oh, if he... I understand it because I had I had that same mentality from being a coach. I didn't coach high level athletes, right. but I knew when one of my wrestlers quit on me, and I fucking called it out. One of my best wrestlers, almost a similar situation. Now that he was getting choked out, but I'm on the side of the mat screaming at him, "Don't you quit on me? You fight, get off your back!" And he just quit. Gave up, was winning the match, a match he should have won against a kid he had no business beating and was beating, and then the kid got an advantage on him, and he quit on me. And well, who, I knows, who knows what what really happened, why he really balloon, left, but he was, I'm sure he was pissed off, and he was upset, yeah. and he, just, he was just the making up, the moment. A, he was making up no, a, a friendly I excuse. That. I agree with know? that. 
But either way, you know, uh, the, the, the spot, the, the fault, the entire fault rely, lies on Rumble here. Uh, 100%. Uh, that's, that's, that's what we got to take away from this. Is he's the one that quit. It was his decision. Um, whether or not he did throw the fight, I'm the opinion of he did. Some of the opinion of he didn't. Who knows? We will never know that. Only Rumble does. But the bottom line is, is he still quit. And, uh, um, and he's he's quit before, like Jeff said, you know, on, on other occasions and other fights. Well, shit gets tough. And, uh, he's, he isn't strong-willed. He is a fucking quitter. And that's not the kind of person that I want near me or my camp, my fighters. You know? And he's not the kind of person I want to back. He's not the kind of person I want to watch on pay-per-view ever again because I don't trust that he's going to come out and give me 100%. You know, I don't know if he's going to fucking, he's going to be the guy that, that quits. Yeah. You know, I, it's you, a fair assumption. Go away. Go work wherever the fuck you want. Um, your time in the UFC for me is over. I'm done with you. I'm going to wash my fucking hands. Yeah, I'm with you. And I picked him, and I loved I watching Rumble fights. And he has every he had every ability to do all kinds of huge things. But you know what? Fuck it. That day is over. His mentality broke him. You know, and, and for the record, and you know, you guys can call BS all you want. I'm fine with it. But I had DC by second round submission in that fight because I had a feeling it was actually going to go almost identical. With, but I just... Funny you never so shared that with tired. us. Hey, did you, did nah, you, I know. Did, did you, you put it in the I'm fantasy sorry. league? I'm sorry that I, I was elbow deep in crap and vomit all last week. Hey, did you put it in the fantasy league? It's <laughs> mm. funny. It's funny how you have this revisionist Let history. Let me check. If you put it in the fantasy league, then he's got it on record. Yeah. Oh, I haven't done fantasy in like months. Oh, dude. Can't tell us your picks. You know nothing. Nah, it's, I, it's know, I know. That's but then all of a sudden, I, I called. It. It I called it. Nothing. Doesn't, it doesn't count for shit. <laughs> I, do, I do admit, though, if I don't talk to you guys about something, I'll admit when I get one wrong. I know. I didn't do too so, bad last week. I'm I got 14.25. Fair. I did not. I like to get Ugh. 2K. Yeah. It, so, um, well, then then things kind of got interesting in the post-fight where Daniel almost got booed out of the cage. Oh, my God, yeah. And then yeah. stood there talking a bunch of shit to Jimmy Manoa. Yep. And then stood there talking a bunch of shit to John Jones because they weren't face to face. Right, because the, then the boons really picked up. You don't, you don't talk shit to John Jones in New York. No, you know you got no business to talk. Sh- uh, uh, Daniel Cormier has no business. To John Jones, period. Thank you. There, yeah. Well, that's, that's my point. Daniel Cormier, you got your ass whooped for twenty five fucking minutes the last time you were locked in a cage with John Jones. You got no room to talk about shit. Yeah, well, you're in New York, man. The crowd isn't going to take lightly to you, even if you won last time talking shit to John Nobody Jones. Nobody anyway. likes him. Yeah, he's a douche. So after now, after the fight, now we have Rumble Scamp coming out and filing an appeal for the, for the money. Yep. They don't care about the title. They don't care about nothing else, which is just another indication of he only did it for the money well, because now they're just suing. They're not suing. They're appealing the, for and money. It's a, it's a weight issue, so it it's just getting the 20% yep. that they would have gotten had they not, uh, not looked the other way yeah. on the whole thing and appealed it from the start. But, yeah, it all comes back to money. It's, again, title fights. Which is even more fucked up because if you didn't want to be there in the first place, let them not make weight and let us not fucking have to deal with you pretending to fight for the title. Even then quitting. So Rumble's gone. Thank God. You know, um, next stop for DC, John Jones. 
it makes the most sense. Or Jimmy Manoa. John Jones. Well, it depends on, like, because if Dana White's going to let the main event or not, right? It depends on a lot of things, but, I mean, there's a million things to consider, but just well, you gun to your head, you got to pick. What do you think oh, next for him? John Jones, 100%. And, who, who and, and I say it's 213 in July. Who do, you, who do you think, Ryan? I think Manoa versus Jones, and then Jones gets DC. I think that, uh, I think DC's going to get Manoa. I don't think you'd. Hold off. I don't, that that I don't want to. I don't want to, but I think something's going to happen, and it's going to end up being uh, Manawa because maybe DC gets hurt. Rumbles or uh, Jones has to take another fight. I just think some something's going to get fucked up in there. I don't know why. There's no logic behind it. I just have the gut. Well, I mean, if you did Rumble and or DC and Jones. Well, never mind. We'll save that for another day. There you go. Because the just as just this one wasn't meant to elicit a ton of conversation. Oh no, no, I was just, just talking uh, about you know. the the latest rankings because now that Rumble dropped out, Jimmy moved up, Gus moved to number one, Jimmy moved to like number two or some shit. So it's like him and Gus are right next to each other, but they're fucking training partners. So that will never get solved. But yeah, maybe if Gus gets a quick win over Glover, they can do a DC Gus too. How? Here's what I want to know about these fucking rankings before we move on. How the fuck you got for the first time ever? You get a guy immediately when he drops out, retired, tick him right out of the weight class. But Rafael dos Anjos is still ranked at, or was still ranked at fucking 155 until just recently. The difference of of. Dropping out of the sport entirely or just moving weight classes? Yeah, but I mean, yeah, but I mean, Hafiel was just the first example that came to mind, but there oh. are a lot of examples of guys staying ranked in another weight class even though they moved up to a different one. But yeah. you can immediately. If, if they hadn't fought at that new weight class, yeah, there's still the chance that they. No, there's still, there were still guys or... that had fought in weight. It and, happened to Cowboy, too. It was Cowboy that. was one of them. He was ranked. Cowboy did it for one. Yeah, he was ranked still pretty high for a while at, at lightweight while. It two three fights in and at one seventy, I'm just saying it was fucking crazy how quickly they pulled Rumble out of the out of the rankings, but other guys stay in forever. Yeah, I think maybe it's uh, you know, light heavyweight. Maybe they're sh- pissed off at Rumble for doing that so abruptly. Who knows? Light heavyweight's a shit show. It doesn't matter anyway. Hey, look, Cannon, you're busted the fucking rankings. Yeah, well, <laughs> look, Tyson Pedro is ranked thirteenth. <laughs> Ooh, Pat Cummings moved up. We don't have a tie for twelfth anymore. Hey, all right. Good on him. Fucking. I don't even know this kid. Tyson Pedro? He's got two wins. Yeah, he just fought at 209. Okay. We watched him. He beat Bearju. Oh, that was him? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's, um. I'm not not all too familiar with him. He's somebody's teammate. Lando. He fights at Jackson Wing. Oh, excellent. Okay. I wasn't all too familiar with him, but uh, I like to keep an eye on that kid. Yeah, uh, I started paying attention to him because Lando was talking about him. In the co-main event, more controversy followed as Gegard Mousasi is awarded a TKO with 1 minute 47 seconds left in the second round. But he was only awarded the TKO because the fight got stopped due to the thought that it was illegal knees. Uh, Mousasi on Chris Weidman when Weidman had both hands down. I still think that, I don't know, the fingers were still kind of close even looking at the replay. It's real close. Like, even looking at the replay. It's a tight call. I get why Dan stopped it. I ain't mad about that. That part, I'm whatever about. 
But they fucked around, looked at replay, determined it wasn't illegal, and then the Nevada State Athletic Commission doctors said, nope, fight's done. So this is uh, a lot of what I've, I've – oh, God, I've read so much about this stuff. I have it. I gave up on this did shit. I, I, did. I wanted to read so much. So um, – Still mad. So on one side, Weidman swore it was an illegal knee, and in his mind, uh, instant replay was banned by. Yeah, North it's not allowed in New York. But it is. Yeah, it's allowed in New Jersey. It's allowed in New York. No. Yeah, I got the, I got the record for it. Uh, no, that's why they, they said it. Oh, they said okay. Yeah, I got uh, the the NY. I, I found this. Uh, uh, so it's, I'll bring it back up in a few. I posted it to our page. Uh, the. Mark Ratner came out and said that it wasn't it wasn't legal for to do uh, an instant replay, but the NY the New York State Athletic Commission official came out and said under the circumstances to if if the determination of the outcome of the fight rests on something then it's legal to to go to instant replay. So with Weidman thinking that instant replay isn't a thing. He's taking these uh, illegal knees. He's he's of the opinion that the fight's going to be over well, with. Dan told him to take the five minutes. And right. he's he's talking to the referee in charge, Dan, in the ring. And he believes that. He's like, fuck, man. I, I don't know if I can do this anymore. I can't see. And the refs and the doctors that are going at it. And uh, and the one thing that's why I've been thought of, if anything, it was just going to be like a no contest, right? Uh, and I didn't think it was going to be a DQ because... Uh, Dan issued a warning. It wasn't. It wasn't going to be issued as a, as a disqualification. So he does check the instant replay with the referee outside the cage, uh, Big John. Yep. Big John. That's why they had the ref out there because you can go to instant replay. Big John says totally legal. Come back in. And at that point, what should have happened because it was totally legal is Dan should have picked him back up, started him back in their position, and made him fight if it was going to start right. because it should not have taken any more time. And as he said that, the doctor said he's not ready to go back in and fight right now. So Dan said, fuck it, then you have to go because if you can't start right now coming off of legal strikes, then you're done. Right. Well, and That e- was the bottom line. That- after they found out, Dan walked over to Chris. He said the the shots were legal, and then he said you have two minutes and thirty seconds or three minutes and thirty seconds left. Yeah, that's where Dan Rogan fucked said, up. Why is he? Why are you giving him more time? They used you just said they were legal. You don't. Why are you giving him more time for? Yeah, that's when you see Dan. Like, that's when you see Dan leave the cage and walk over to wherever he walked over to from the cage. The doctors and some other official. Then he walked back in the cage and waved it right off. Yep. Yeah. So it was a fucking shit show for the co-main and the main event. I mean, we're talking. It was a huge disappointment to the end of the pay-per-view because it was actually a good pay-per-view. Yeah, we had some great stuff yeah. that we're going to cover. You know, everything leading forward, up to it was great, awesome. But those, the, the, god damn, just ending in shit again. Yeah, co-main and main event were shit shows, man, and they were garbage. And this was not the way. To end a pay per view, if you want people to come back and buy more, yeah, it was. It I mean, was come on, man. You know, and, and it just gives New York another, or another like black eye. Even if like the co-main wasn't really on New York as much as it was on on Dan uh, Dan's refing and bad decisions, but the whole thing from the like, towel gate, no. and all that stuff. It, 
this could have been avoided. You know, pay-per-views are terrible. I don't put it on Dan. No, I think if Weidman would have said, I'm ready to go. Well, it, it's the fucking New York State Athletic Commission again. It, it doesn't come. To, Dan made the right call. It, in his mm-hmm. vision and what it looked like was an illegal Absolutely. meet. Absolutely. He did make the right call. It's the New York well, Athletic made the right Commission. Decision, but then he started making a lot of wrong decisions afterwards. The New like York asking him, like asking him, like you know, what day is it? Oh, he's concussed. He he can't continue on. Like, like that was the doctor. Out. That That's, wasn't Dan. Yeah. Well, Dan did Dan did the right thing, and he and he by uh, calling time. And when he got the, the problem was is when he got the instant replay info from Big John, it's like he had to kind of struggle to get both of uh, the info from John the info from the doctors because then at that point it's up to the doctors if you can go or not the doctors have to have to talk to each other they still have to do their tests regardless if it was legal or not once you call the doctors and the doctors have to assess what's going on you can't just call them in and then call them out and say oh wait never mind i didn't mean to call you in if you call them in they gotta do their job so dan dan did the best in the situation that he had he really did the problem is, like Jeff said, is is New York State Athletic Commission is still a clusterfuck because they don't have. They're trying to make their own rules, basically instead of just, uh, just taking the playbook from Nevada and saying that works, let's use that. Or even New Jersey. Fine with me, but I mean, even still, New York wants to do it their way, right? Because they're New York, and that's what New York does. Dan did a great job. The problem, all essentially boils down to the fact that Weidman said, I can't see, call the doctor in. I can't see, I don't know if I can continue. He pulled a bullshit move because he thought it was going to end up in a no contest and he wasn't going to have to lose. Right. From right. that, from that taking that stripe because he was getting his ass handed to him. Aside from takedowns, he was getting a shit beat out of him. Yeah. And he, wanted, he saw an easy way out. I, my opinion. I agree. He saw an easy way out of that thing, and he, and he called the doctors in, and it backfired on him, and now he's pissed at himself. Fucking clusterfuck. Yeah. Of, of all the stuff that I read, and I read quite a bit this week, because, I don't know, I like Weidman, I wanted to find a reason not to get pissed off at him about this. That's really all his fault. Yeah, you know, it is. The bottom line is, is, is he did this to himself, and he has no one else to blame, and now he's on a three-fight losing streak. Okay, so do you run it back? Mm-mm. No. Well, you got to sign with Saucy first. Exactly. We got to get something from Saucy, something to keep him interested enough to sign back on and stay with us with the promises of a, a better fight. He doesn't want Weidman again, I don't think. No. I'd run the fight again, yes, but I, I don't think Musasi wants it. And I want to keep Musasi happy, so I would give him. I don't know if I'd give him a title fight. No, he's not getting a title fight. But no, I would give him someone. I'd, I'd give him someone other than Wyman, because I don't think he wants that fight. Even Yoel? No. Even Rockhold? It's, I don't think Rockhold wants to fight Musasi. Mm-hmm. But. And the problem now is he has Scott Coker saying that he's going to take a run at Souza. We're not. Yeah, I don't think. I don't. I don't think too. we're keeping Musasi. Like, we're losing. Sorry. We're going to lose. I was just saying exactly what you're saying. Yeah. We're going to lose Musasi. We're going to lose Souza, and we're probably going to lose Cyborg. Cyborg too to strike for or to Bellator. Well, They're all going. Yeah. In one fell swoop, he's going to. She's got two. Him. She's got two fights left. Jacare is on his last fight. And Gegard's got none left. And Gegard's right? got none left now. He's a free yeah, agent. He's done. This is Jockery's last fight, I believe, on Saturday. Maybe he's yep, got one more is, after yeah. that. Jockery did an interview and said he took he took this Whitaker fight. Whitaker, right? He took this Whitaker yeah. fight instead of waiting for a title fight because it's his last fight on his uh, contract, and he can explore his options afterwards. Well, yeah, he's good. Do you blame him? He keep him and Musasi 
I mean, God forbid Damian Maya becomes a free agent. Yeah. They all three just keep getting fucking passed over exactly. for title shots. I know, it's ridiculous. They're so talented, it's utterly fucking ridiculous. And they're going to keep getting passed over, too. And they both, they all three of them have uh, histories with Coker from Strikeforce. Right. Yep. yep. Right. And he can score that. I mean, that's going to make that division in, in Bellator. Oh, yeah. oh must see. Yeah. Fucking must see. Yeah, it boosts 185 up. Uh, Big time. Should Musashi stay in here? I don't think his next fight is, is a run back. Okay. I was just curious. Yeah. I think Weidman would like it. I think Weidman would like to take that one back. Oh, I Because he's think kicking he himself for taking that fucking, for making that decision, but. Tittygate? <laughs> another another scandal. Uh, Cynthia Cavallo, Cavillo picks up the uh Third round submission over Pearl Gonzalez in Pearl's debut. This fight also come with a little bit of controversy because in the state of New York, it is illegal to fight with breast implants. How fucking stupid is that? Very. Unfucking believable. So the day of the fight, the New York State Athletic Commission tried to say no. Yeah. Well, then Pearl Gonzalez and her team were like, hey, you guys have known about this for a while, and you're just now telling us this. This is bullshit. And the UFC fucking got involved, and the fight happened. Yeah. And this was a really good fight. Like, these oh, two put on a fucking awesome fight. This is outstanding. Yeah, very fun. And Cynthia Cavillo. I, I can never pronounce her last name right. Cavillo? Cavillo. Mm-hmm. I think it's Cavillo. Cavillo. Cavallo. It's Cavillo, I believe. I think you pronounce the L. Oh, At least that's the way that it sounded Cavillo? when Joe was fucking saying it. Cavillo? It's like it, it's like Anthony Calvillo from the uh, Montreal... Uh, we'll call her Cynthia. Yeah. Cynthia has just continued to shine in this spotlight she's being thrust into. Pearl is fucking hot. Pearl is awesome. Oh, God. Pearl is gorgeous. And Pearl looked good. Like, she, Pearl was, she was a tough. hell of a fighter, man. Hell of a fighter. She put on a great show. Both these ladies put on an awesome mm-hmm. show. And yeah, Cynthia got the better of it, and she's becoming a fast rising star in the 115 pound division. Who was uh, yeah, who was, was the other Alexa Grasso? Uh, that Cynthia beat? No, that I think they were they're both from Mexico. They both that's uh, Irina Aldana and Alexa Grasso. That's that's the other one. That, I missed that fight. Cynthia fights, Irina Aldana. I yeah, missed that. I, yeah, didn't, that, I didn't make it in time for that one. No, that one happened just before you got to. Our house. Okay, that's when I was. I was um, Cynthia fights out of Team Alpha, Alpha Male. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. She All is right. an alpha male, a female. She looked outstanding she in this did. fight. And I, at first, I, I questioned whether or not, uh, you know, this was her second straight fight, second straight main card. I did too. And I questioned if whether or not uh, she deserved to be on there with, and if Pearl deserved to be on there. And by the time the fight was over, uh, the question was answered. Yeah, they deserved it. They yeah. put on a fucking great fight. Pearl. Pearl has nothing to hang her head in on uh, from this fight at all. Definitely like, not. She she fought tough. She looked good even coming in. I mean, UFC jitters. Your first fight in the UFC pay per view. Yeah. yeah, main card of a pay per view first fight. Unbelievable in man. New York. Like yeah, man. And she did New well. York crowds are rough. Yeah. Crowd. She did well. Cynthia is just a a dominant fighter, and a, we'll see what continues to happen. Yeah, with man. As she keeps going, Ryan, you want to talk about this one at all? Uh, you know what? If anything, I'm just gonna re- reiterate everything I said. Like, uh, like Jeff, you were talking about uh, Calvillo when she beat um, was it uh, Amanda Cooper? Yep, ABC. Yeah, ABC. You, told, you were talking about 
her and you were kind of like not hyping her up too much with uh, letting me know about her man. and so I was watching the fight I was really excited to see her and like, I'm, I'm pretty sold on her I wouldn't mind seeing uh, seeing her again whenever she gets back in there because she's uh, she's fun to watch especially when she gets on the ground yeah absolutely she's an animal on the ground you almost got to feel bad for Paige now, though, because she's going to get bumped at Alpha Male back a notch. Oh, I sent Paige a tweet. Paige doesn't... I, there's a lot of controversy going on with Paige, too, and whether she's still at Alpha Male. I, I don't know why. I was just sitting here one I night. I saw and, that. And, and, did you see that? Oh, yeah. I sent Paige's tweet for someone. It's like, I remember when you used to be a fighter. And I don't know why I did it. But <laughs> it saw, wasn't she, like, showing a commercial or yeah. something on her Twitter page? Yeah it, was, yeah, it just popped up, and I loaded it, and she was doing something other than fighting, and I was like, fuck you, bitch. And I was, I was like, I gotta send this to her. I don't know why. I was just, it pissed me off that you know she was doing non-fighter stuff again. So. <laughs> yeah, she got chopped. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. It was the the fucking food thing, right? Yeah, the yeah. food network. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, there's a lot of controversy going on on whether she's still at Open Mail. I, I don't know if they had a falling out or what happened. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. I saw the- With your uh, eye favored the other day, came out and said that she's still 100 percent committed, but. Well, I saw her, she was tweeting pictures from before Cynthia's fight with Amanda Bobby Cooper of the two of them fighting, or training together. Like she was helping Cynthia right. get ready, but who knows, man, I don't know. Um, second fight on the main card, Tiago Alves picks up the 30-27 unanimous decision over Patrick Cote. <clears throat> the biggest thing out of this fight is uh, Patrick Cote retired. Didn't see that coming either, really. No, yeah. no. Cote kind of, you know, he'd found a little bit of a resurgence since he'd been back in the UFC and was looking good. Didn't look great at all against Tiago Elvez. But Tiago Elvez has always been kind of that quiet monster. I mean, he was on a tear till he got laid and preyed on by George for five rounds at UFC 100. And then the brain cancer didn't help much. <sighs> yeah. Like that, like he would have been... Beast that he would have come right back after that if he didn't if that brain tumor like if that never happened to him he would have been a beast at 170. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I was very shocked about Patrick Cote retiring. Yeah, I really was. I, like I did not expect to see that. He's always been a fun fighter to watch. I've followed his career for a long time. Ryan, your countryman, I will let you have the floor. Au revoir, Patrick. Merci beaucoup. I'm done. Yeah, was it, huh? Was... You know, I mean, the, the I am said, not impressed uh, with your performance. I, I feel, sorry? <laughs> I said I am not impressed with your performance. The announcement was kind of sh- surprising, but um, I forget when, if it was when he was walking out or if it was in the, the intro package or what, but they were saying that he was talking about Wanting to, he has to start being greedy when he fights because he has like a little kid at home with him and his wife and that. And looking back, if he's like thinking that if he can't be greedy enough to get these grueling tough wins, that maybe he realizes that it's not for him. It's time to sell down the family, and look at you know explore other options like training and that kind of stuff. Like, well, Elvis won thirty twenty seven across the board. Uh, yeah, he really did. Just he just dominated him. Uh, front to back, you know, uh, on the feet, you know, the couple takedowns and knockdowns he had, but um, he looked crisp there. Uh, he looked really good, and you know what, Patrick Cote has been a been a solid fighter. 
um, ever since I've seen him, every fight that I've seen him, and he's always he's always put in uh, a solid amount of work, and uh, I've always been a professional. And it kind of sucks to see him go because he is he's he's been that kind of fighter and a veteran. But he's been around forever, you know. It's, he's, he figured it was his time, and uh, you know, respect that. Yeah, good for him. You know, you know walking away yeah. still young, not yeah. completely healthy as far up. as we know. Yeah, you know. And if he had never tore his knee, he would have beat Anderson Silva. No. No. But um, he's still, you know. Look, you got one champion out of that camp, okay? One champion, and that's it. And you're lucky. Patrick Cote was a failure. David, Don't even get me started on David fucking Loazzo and all the hype that he was supposed oh to have God. behind him and how much of a fucking choke artist he was in the cage. Really? Your boy Rory was the next big thing. And then fucking Robbie Lawler broke his nose twice. Shattered his fucking face. You got lucky with George. That's your shining star. Maybe you'll I'm get. Dying. Maybe Eamon Zahabi will bring back the fucking glory, but I doubt like, it. Who? Who? I, mean, I missed it. Eamon Zahabi, Veras' brother. Oh, where is Bellator? Yeah, no, is that where no, he's in the UFC. He, is he in the UFC he now? He fought one of our fight nights. I don't remember which one, if it was 209 or the. Uh, the Fox card or whatever it was before that, but okay. Amon Amon made his UFC debut. No, I remember. I remember. It wasn't very impressive. He was right, he right, was right. the Halifax card, wasn't he? Might have been. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it was the Halifax card. It was Canada. Yeah, very unimpressed with. The, he looked good in the first round and then trailed <laughs> off to shit and didn't fight anybody worth a goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> Um, in the opening fight of the main card, Charles uh, Charles Oliveira picks up the quick submission victory. Shockingly, wow. quick submission victory yeah. over Ill Will Brooks. So good. He did. Funny stat is that he came in for the lightweight fight at 152 pounds. Yeah. Two and a half pounds less than the last time he weighed in when he was fighting at fucking featherweight. <laughs> yeah. When he was nine point whatever pounds over, yeah, nine point four or some shit. Yeah, yeah. So, was he the the Oliveira that that did that? The Big Mac, yeah, guy. yeah Big yeah. Mac. I always get the, I always get the two of those guys. Yeah, he was two pounds lighter for a fight in another weight class, <laughs> a lower. Like, yeah, <laughs> it was two pounds heavier for a fight in a lower <laughs> weight class last time. That's crazy. Think about that, folks. Think about that. Ugh. Do and he made Will Brooks. Look terrible. Like an amateur. Oh, he did. Man. Will Brooks has not had the best go of it since coming over from Bellator. He hasn't. I mean, he he had some hype to him. It's not like he was pushed to the moon. Or, I mean, no, but but you know, he was he was a sign that they he were was a champion, right? They were he expecting was, things out of him. He was the current title holder when yeah. they snatched him up because Bellator stupidly let his contract go. Well, maybe not so stupidly, but the guy has wins over Michael fucking Chandler. And he could barely beat Ross Pearson. Right. I don't know what's going on with him over here. I don't know, man. Bright light syndrome. Sure. He got his. Uh, he got outclassed, big time. Uh, to a guy. And the way that he was just thrown to the ground, like just before he locked in that uh, the choke, there when he threw him to the ground, the guy on his back was just ridiculous. The transition was perfect when he sunk in the, the hooks and then flipped him. It was just beautiful. Yeah. And um, yeah. And Charles Oliveira suspended sixty days. For jumping out of the for cage. For jumping out of the cage. Yoel Romero, same <laughs> yep, thing. Same thing. New York yeah. rules, baby. Yep. Don't you jump out of the cage. Don't you dare show any signs of fun. 
You know, because it's such too... a stupid suspension, though, because he, he's not going to be fighting for the next two months in New York anyway. So it's like, why bother even issuing it? Because it's they're they're idiots. They're they're going to figure shit out eventually, or uh, they're going to stop yeah. getting cards there. You know, that's the bottom line. They got another one coming soon. I think they're yeah. going to Long Island or whatever soon. Oh, I'm sure they've got plenty more booked. But if they keep fucking up, they're going to stop getting bookings. Um, a couple more fights. Yeah, we'll talk about a couple more. Uh, you want to talk about this one? In the main event of the prelims, Miles Jury makes short work of Mike De La Torre, the fake El Kikui. Oh, just dominated and Jury destroyed him. Awesome. There's there's not a lot to talk about this no. one because Miles Jury took him down with his ass. That was it. Until he get until he had no choice but to get a uh, uh, ref called it off. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, he he beat the shit out of Mike De La Torre. Were you able to? You were able to see these pre uh, prelims. You said Ryan Rent. Uh, yeah, a day or two afterwards, I, I did eventually see them. Yeah, excellent. I have more. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the fight before this one. That's the one I wanted to. Yeah. Really talk about. Yeah. Kamaru Usman picked up an absolute dominating decision oh. over Sean Strickland. Wow. Uh, two thirty twenty sixes and a thirty twenty seven respectively. Holy shit, Kamaru Usman. Is a fucking animal. Yeah, that should have been thirty twenty sixes across the board. With yeah, the, maybe a thirty twenty five in that last round. And we said on the show this was this should have been a test fight for Kamaru. Right. It wasn't. Test passed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Flying colors. Was this the one that Dave that you you were said the one was that you were high on originally? Yeah. yeah. You guys are talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah and, uh, uh, a couple of years ago, when I, you know, Strickland, I was so high at him. He's, and he's still, I mean, he's been managed to put together a lot of victories. Kids, yeah, young kids. Second he's, loss. He's, he's yeah. still a good fighter, but yeah, Usman but is otherworldly. His his record of eighteen and two does not reflect uh, the advancement in his skill. <clears throat> he hasn't. He hasn't evolved. Strickland hasn't evolved uh, his abilities yet. Whereas you look at someone like Kamara Usman, who is outstanding up top, outstanding on the ground. Strong, quick, agile. Uh, he, Carlos Man has is the package, and he's going. He's the entire. He's the full package, and he's going to go places, man. You got to watch this kid. Uh, he treated Sean Strickland like he, he was. Uh, he was like he was a sparring partner that didn't belong in the cage with him. Yeah, he got. He just it. abused him. He was a training partner that night. Kamara beat the snot yeah. out of him for fifteen minutes. See, that's the only problem that you can see with a guy like that. Is does WME finally push him? Because if, if this guy doesn't talk at all, he's never going to get anywhere. Well, well, that's that's. You know, I mean, no, I, I mean, like, that's, it's, it's to, like, that's that's the easy part. They can like, learn to say, do that. Just, yeah. yeah, like it just kind of sucks that you see a performance like this, where this time last year you'd see, uh, you know, Silva and uh, and Dana. I'm getting ready to put up like a next big fight for this guy. Whereas now it's like, well, if he's not saying anything, we're just gonna stick you somewhere on the card and hope for the best. Well, he did a hell of a job this weekend, and um, I'm excited to see him watch again. Man, Usman is is a hell of a fighter, and the the next challenge that he gets, I'm looking forward to it. This was the opening fight of the prelims, correct? This was yes, yes. 
Pat Cummins picks up the decision win over Jan Blahovitz in a fucking blood war. Oh, my God. That mustache, where did that come from? I don't know, but it mustache power. Wow. Pat he, Cummings. He, he had saw a picture of me and thought, oh, mustache, is it coming back? And Look at this thing. to copy me. This thing is outrageous. It, it rivals Timmy Copstash Johnson. Wow. We were talking shit, making fun of him walking out. Like, totally making fun of him. Because we've all... Like we like we like Pat Cummings at my house, and we always try to root for him. But I totally thought Jan Blahovitz was going to beat the piss out of him. Yeah, and the complete opposite happened. Well, I don't know. Well, what I, you... didn't, I don't remember him attempting ten takedowns, but wow, because he had so much control. I thought it was. I didn't think it was that well, many. You can blame that on my house. Oh fuck! It was about the right time that. That was just when shit got started. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but you know, Jesus. through the night, I should probably not look at stats for those for these fights because I don't, I, I, I don't either, man. Well, uh, <laughs> he looked he looked fucking amazing, dude. He did. I, th- I thought Jan was gonna put up more of a fight, if not. I thought Jan was gonna finish him. Yeah. Going. Oh, excuse me. Holy shit! Well, make it Sorry. up. Sorry, yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> going into the fight, I completely thought Jan Blahovitz was gonna finish Pat by second round. Yeah. Probably put him to sleep. And Pat surprised the shit out of me. Good for him. Moved up to number 11. These two were tied for 12. Pat's still there. Uh, we'll see if he can, maybe with the mustache, he can keep putting together keep wins. that stash. Do not get rid of that stash, man. <laughs> Do not get rid of that stash. What did you think, Ryan? I thought it was a, f- a fun fight like you guys. Like I, like I was, I always pull for Pat Cummins. I think the story of how he even got into the UFC was, is pretty great. So I like to see him do well. Jan, I, I have haven't seen too much of him fight, um, but he came out. He looked really, really, really good in that fight, and yeah, I, I thought that okay, here we go, just another Pat Cummins let down or something like that. But yeah, just the like I think as Dave, I think you had said that, that he gassed, so I kind of it was expecting to see Jan get tired as the fight went on, mm-hmm. and yeah, just. See Pat come just able just to keep it going, keep it going, keep it going. Do what he had to do. He like just get get done what he had to get done to get the, to get the win. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Let's do one more. Yeah. That he put out. Uh, I don't know if it was in the hospital or the ambulance or whatever. Ambulance. It was in the ambulance. His, yeah. His his eye. Good, good, Oof. Good God Almighty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. We'll talk about one more fight. Um, in the second fight of the early prelims, Caitlin Chikagian and Irene Aldana went toe-to-toe in a really, really good fight. Ended in a close decision, uh, 29-28, two ways for Chikagian and a 29-28 for Aldana. I, I thought Chikagian won, but it was it was kind of a flip-of-the-coin fight. Like It was a really good fight between these two. Uh, Eldana, unfortunately, is on a two-fight losing streak since entering the UFC. Hopefully, they give her another chance because she is a talented fighter. Absolutely, I she hope so. She didn't look bad at all in this fight. Like She she was just, Chikagin was a little bit better. It's a split decision, uh, very competitive fight. This wasn't a domination no. by any means. So. Not, not in any way, shape, or form. Um, I think this is Chikagin's first win, if I'm not mistaken. I was bummed that I came in just as uh, second, just as this one was finishing. I believe I seen the 
I think I seen the announcement of you know who won, who lost. Yeah, I think uh, that was about the time about the time you got there. Yeah, we turned it on in the very. I turned it on at the very end of the first fight. So I missed this this one. I was bummed. I missed this one. I was really looking forward to to seeing those two, but uh, that's all right. I hope they. I really do. I hope they keep. Uh, I do too. I uh, Aldana. Around. I like Aldana a lot. Yeah, she's a good fighter. She's just. Had a little rough go, and they've been close decisions both of her losses. Uh, who was her other fight against? I don't remember. It was uh, Leslie Smith. Leslie Smith. There. Who is not? I mean, and it got fight of the night. So right. I don't think they're going to give up on her yet. I just have a feeling that they're going to keep her around. Maybe one more, then they'll say, "Yeah, all right, look, maybe you're not quite ready for this yet." Uh, you know, we'll see. Overall, though, what do you think? Good pay-per-view? Well, leading into the fucking bullshit at the end, that took a lot out of it. I still give the card a solid B. B plus, but... God damn it. Fucking long-ass day. I'm going to have to... Because the the co-main event was so barred, and because the main event was completely given up on by one of the fighters. It was just there for, for the money. I'm giving this a C minus based on those two alone. The other fighters, the other fights, the other fighters, the only reason that it was even that high, if it wasn't for those, I would give this thing a fucking F. But the co-main and the main event fell so far flat and so far down that I, I, I couldn't bring it up past that. No, yeah, understandable. Yeah, I'm so disappointed and highly, highly disappointed in those two. Ryan? Yeah, I'd probably go with the B-plus leading into the uh, the co-main main event and finishing with a C overall just because of how much those uh, those two fights did deflate, uh, deflate it overall as a, as a pay-per-view. But we have another card yeah, this we got weekend. Solid, solid free card this weekend. Coming up from Kansas City, Missouri, live on Fox. Main card kicking off at 8 o'clock. Fox prelims kicking off at 6. And the early prelims kicking off at 4 p.m. Eastern. Champion Mighty Mouse Demetrius Johnson will be taking on Wilson Hayes. Wilson Hayes finally getting his title shot uh, almost a year later. He's so earned this thing. Yeah, this fight was supposed to happen a while ago. Then Mighty Mouse got hurt, and instead of rescheduling the fight, they did the Ultimate Fighter, and Wilson had to take the back seat and beat the shit out of somebody else. Yeah, Wilson is so deserving of this title shot. He's he's been on a tear over the last year. Yeah, he's lost since uh, Dustin Ortiz, Hector Savidal, and. Uh, Oka Sasaki. Yeah, poor Sasaki got thrown in there. That was after all that bullshit where he was because he was supposed to get the title shot for beating Sandoval, and then got tired of sitting around because Demetrius was doing the Ultimate Fighter. So he was like, "I ah, fuck it, give me a fight," and he beat the crap out of Sasaki. Yeah, made him pay. Uh, how do we see this one going down, Dave? I'll let you start. Ooh. I've been going back and forth on this one because I want to see. I want to see a new champion, but I can't. I have to take Demetrius Johnson. Mm. I've been I've been going this so the, far. This is the fight to break. Yeah, Anderson Silva's record. Yeah, um, I, I've, 
Is it tie it? Is I thought it was tie? breaking it. I think it's, it's to tie it. Oh, okay. Well, I've been I've been talking myself into trying to pick Wilson all week. Cause like, man, there's 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 this and there's this and you know, there's he could do this, but until Demetrius Johnson loses, I've picked against him before and I failed for it. And until he's taken down and until he's beaten and until that title's gone, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna stick with Demetrius Johnson because he's the number one pound for pound fighter in the world for a reason. There's he's the champion for a reason. He's undefeated. Well, not undefeated, but he's undefeated as a champion for a reason. He's won what, twelve in a row? How many yeah, is that as yeah. a champion? Is it twelve? Uh, twelve in a row, and then the draw, or eleven in a row and a draw. Ten title, uh, ten title fights, uh, title defenses in a row. Is that it? I think he had nine defenses, won the belt, earned the shot, and then he had. He's got ten. And... He's got ten in a row title defenses. I'm just counting. So, this could be number eleven. Yes, the definitive number eleven. Oof, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay with. Uh, I'm gonna stay with Mighty Mouse, man. He's. He's so good. He's got 10 title defenses for a reason. He's the number one pound for pound fighter for a reason. He sells no pay-per-views for a reason. Uh, he doesn't sell pay-per-views for <laughs> shit. But Which you know is what? why this fight is for free on Fox. He is a fucking hell of a fighter. And I wanted to pick Wilson almost all week. I've been digging for a reason to do it, but I can't. I'm going to go with Mighty Mouse. Ryan? Yeah, I'm the... Uh... I'm with Dave. Like I, I gotta believe. I've seen you know. You always see like the dominant champion finally just meet their match, and you just don't know when it's gonna be. And I was thinking this morning that you know what, maybe this is the one where he actually does just get caught in something. Especially after seeing the Elliott submission, uh, if he gets caught on Saturday in a submission, it'll be a lot different story, I think. But I think they're gonna game plan a lot differently. Um, I'm I'm gonna ride and die with the jab. I've been high on him ever since. Uh, ever since he won the belt, I became a fan of him that night, and I've been with him ever since. So I'm gonna keep it going. I think it's gonna be probably more more than likely a decision win, but I think that uh, I think he keeps the belt. I got Mighty Mouse winning it. I would like to see Hayes win, and I've picked against Mighty Mouse quite a few times because I just he bores me. But yeah, he's closing in on that goat status, man. And as much as we want to deny it, he is the pound for pound king. Yeah. Hundred percent. Just can't sell pay per views. That's 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 a big deal. But you know what? Um, keep him keep him on the free fights, and he's he's a great spot there. You yeah, know? up ratings. Um, God, he's he's so dominant. He really is so dominant. It's really hard to pick against him. I think Wilson's got a legit shot, uh, as good as anyone has had. Maybe even better than most. Uh, because Wilson is more of an unknown to him. Right. You know, it's not like he's fighting Dodson for the third time or Benavides God, for the, for the fourth time. or You know what I mean? He's he's a, he's a relative unknown to him. I mean, we see like, what happens when relative unknowns to him. Right. Come, you know, Elliot's and Horaguchi. You know, guys that he has never faced before, the likes that he's never faced before, they can come in and they can give him a little bit of a test. <laughs> yeah. You know, they can take him to the fifth round before tap, three seconds left before tapping. I want I wanted know? that Horaguchi rematch so badly. Yeah. So I think Wilson, I think Wilson's got a little bit of that, that little bit of magic in him, 
where he's not, uh, you know, he hasn't had that second or third fucking shot. Right. You know, so he he may he may have a little something in it to surprise him. I hope so. I hope he just doesn't yeah. go out there and get outclassed. I do too. Like some other guys that I've been really high on. I'd love to Henry see Cejudo. Yeah, <laughs> I would love to see Wilson to come on with the title. I really like him as a fighter. I think he's I think he's a fun fighter to watch, and uh, I, I just don't think he's going to do it. No. I just don't think he is, man. No, I don't think he's the guy either. Uh. Co-main event, yeah, the aforementioned Thug Rose, Nama Yunez, taking on Michelle, the karate hottie, Watterson. This is a good fight. This is awesome. This is such a good fight. Such a good fight. Number four versus number six, respectively. Um, Oh, man. I... I, This is hard. These are two of my favorites, man. Like I love, I'm, I'm with you, brother. I love Michelle. So do I. We all know how I feel about about Rose. The thug is fucking awesome. I'm I'm gonna go with Thug. I think Thug pulls this one off. Michelle, Michelle, if she wins, she's probably the next title contender. I mean, she that, that's pretty much what they're shaping this up for. Is if she wins, she's gonna title be the, eliminator. She's gonna be the one to fight. I don't know if they give Rose a title, but it's been. Michelle, if Michelle wins, Michelle gets the title. Gotcha. They're grooming her for the apparently, for that spot. I, 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 I'm selling. I'm buying what you're selling. I don't. I don't necessarily agree with it either. But you know, whatever. Uh, but I. I, I, I I'm gonna go with Rose. I'm gonna go with Rose. Uh, decision probably. Yeah. Okay. But I'm gonna go with Rose. Most likely. Yeah. It's a good battle of the fucking subs. These two ladies like to submit people. Yeah. 83% submission victories for uh, for Thug. I think she definitely likes her submissions. 64 for for yeah. Michelle. Absolutely. It's a battle. What do you see, Ryan? Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, want, I, want, I want to pick against Rose. But I don't think I can. I think I don't know. Like I like, like I think it's gonna be like a really really close fight. I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a twenty nine twenty eight close decision. But like just said, I can easily see it. You know, first round, second round submission. Just because also, uh, I'll take Rose. I'll take a, I'll take Rose in a third round submission. Dave? But I'm taking oh. that with very, very little faith. Sorry. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Michelle Waterson, unfortunately for uh, for Rose, because I love Rose. But I think uh, Waterson's got her number on this one. Yeah, close. Definitely, this is gonna be the fight to watch. Um, <coughs> these two girls are are and are gonna take it deep. I don't think we're gonna see anything. Uh, um, Quick out of these two, I think I think you're gonna go deep, all three, man. And uh, you know, we may one of them may catch something in the third, you know, an arm or, or the neck or something in the third. Yeah. But it's gonna be a chess battle for two rounds, no doubt. The third is gonna be the deciding round, Absolutely. whether it goes decision or someone finishes. But we're gonna see ten minutes of these two submission uh, submission heavy fighters that are gonna go in wrestling, jujitsu. Um, they're gonna be looking for. Uh, that limb or that neck. This is going to be a ten-minute chest fight, and right? Then they're going to go for it. And I think I just I got a feeling um, uh, that Michelle Waterson's going to be the one to pick that up. All right. So you got Waterson. Yeah. 
I got Michelle Waterson. Ryan and I have got Thug. And she's smoking hot. She is too. Scotch oh, so sexy. Oh, she is too. Rose don't, is, oh, don't get me gorgeous. wrong. I think she's even better with the bald head. Yeah, I do too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good for you, Pat Berry. Good for you. Making, make, showing the fat man that we can still get hot chicks. Absolutely. Good for you, He's Pat the Bay. man. He is. Good he's, on him, he's man. He's my hero. I would sing you the wind beneath my wings, but nobody wants to hear that. Not right now. Oh, come on. Break it up. Why not? We only live once. Don't tell me my business, Dempsey. Ha! <laughs> 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 Suck uh, it. I think this Bringing is, it back. It, I, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So I think this is the fight that I'm the most excited for for the main card. Uh, there's another fight that I think is a little more exciting to me personally, but uh, Jacare taking on Robert Whitaker. Oh yes, God, this is a good fight. Oh dude. yes, this is a guy that can that is a fucking killer on the ground versus a guy that can kill you on the feet. Absolutely. This is ex- this is an exciting fight. When asked. Why Jacare uh, chose to fight Whitaker instead of waiting for a title fight? Did we go through this on the yeah uh, we did okay we went about how he wanted to get yeah, out and, yeah 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 to test the waters it's smart it is but, um, fight it out and get it done man but, but this taking this kind of fight this is not this is not a fight that you take just because you think you're going to easily walk through yep you're not going to easily walk through Robert Whitaker no one wrong step and he's going to knock you the fuck out yeah easily yeah, ask Derek Brunson I was going to say ask Derek Brunson easily yeah. uh, Jacare is so talented I don't think he's going to make that mistake no god he's so good he's so good Jacare can take a fucking swat I mean he he took a beating from Yoel Romero and I think won the yeah, fight. That's right. Yeah. God, he's so fucking good. Look at that. Yeah, I mean, when was his last loss? Before Yoel Romero, we go all the way back to 2011. Yeah. Yeah, he's in like an 11, 12 fight winning streak aside from that Yoel boat. He's won 10 of 11 aside from Yoel. Yeah. yeah. Um, not title worthy. So, no, not at all. Oh, God. <laughs> No. So he's going to be looking to. Uh, he, he has nothing. Don't don't get me wrong. Jacare has nothing to prove. He's already proved every point that he needs to prove. Yep. But yeah. he's going to be looking to put an exclamation point on that in this fight. He's going to be looking to do something a little, uh, not so much flashy, but dominant. You know, take him down, ride him out first round, ninety <sighs> seconds, choke him out. Look at. Look at Robert Whitaker's takedown defense, though, man. He's a 93.7% takedown oh, defense. Oh, definitely. Definitely. He's a fucking badass. He's a he's a banger, too. Yeah, but Jock, Jockery, like, that's like a whole new level of takedown. True. But, I mean, it's not... It's going it, to be a It's fun not fight. like Whitaker hasn't gone against some strong wrestlers, though. Hester's yeah, a decent yeah. wrestler. Tavares, Uriah Hall. Court McGee's a good wrestler. Uriah Hall is a, is a decent wrestler. So, uh, he's, he and um, Whitaker's... Hall's got really good submissions. Whitaker's 6-0 and in his last six. I mean, this is a hell of a fight. I mean, this is... There's no joke this is going to be... This could steal the show right, right. here. Absolutely. Uh, For my money, I'm still sticking with Jacare. Yeah, I, say I got Jacare. I mean, as, as much as I'm selling the fight, and I still think it's going to be good... But Jacare is the guy. I, I got second round submission for Jacare. 
Yeah, I go I go second round uh, TKO for John. Great. Ooh, TKO. Look at you. Yeah, I think he's gonna use strikes in this one. I don't know. I think he's gonna switch it up a little. I think that people, like I don't know, maybe just change the game plan up. Everyone expects a submission. Maybe just you know get on the back instead of going for the choke, just lay some extra blows or just get in the mount and just just beat him down and just let it end. Very good. In the opening fight of the main event, Jeremy Stevens is taking on Hanato Musca. I don't. I'm not even going to try. Moicano. Sure. <laughs> ten and zero. Well, he's Ooh. not. He's not uh, ten zero and one. But uh, I don't know. He's going to get knocked the fuck out by Jeremy. Yeah, Stevens. yeah Jeremy Stevens is going to finish that one fast. Um, he's had two fights already in the UFC, but nobody of, of consequence. There's, uh, uh, and it's very quite, quite far apart too. He had a, a fight in 2014, then one last year, May. So it's yeah. not like he's extremely active. Um, I got Stevens. Oh my God. Stevens early. I mean, yeah. Stevens across the board. couple minutes. Good night. You know, quick and easy. Yeah, it's the it's, Stevens is gonna finish him. Oh, definitely. Second round at latest. God, I got him in the first. Yeah, I got first round too. Done and over with. Middle to end. Yeah. Looks like a great card, especially for free. I mean, come on, Jacare for free. You know, Thug and Watterson for free. Title fight for free. That's just the main and card, basically though. No promotion too. Very very little. You yeah. know. Um, I don't watch a lot of uh, you know cable or I don't TV, either. so I don't I don't see a lot of that. But all of my promotion comes through the internet. I see a lot on Twitter. I've seen yeah. a lot of stuff. on So this I get Twitter. a lot of social media uh, promotion, and uh, I haven't gotten a lot for this one. Uh, I mean, not like pay per view level pay-per-view, promotion, so. but I have seen quite a bit, at least about Mighty Mouse and Thug and Watterson were both on Unfiltered Tuesday. Yes. So. Um, Roy Nelson's back, taking on Alexander Volkov. An unranked Roy Nelson? Yeah. You got to be pretty bad to not be ranked in the heavyweight division. Yeah, how is he not ranked? Because he's lost three in a row. Is it three already? I remember. I remember the uh, the Derek Lewis fight, but who else? No. Oh was, no, was he did beat. Oh no, I forgot he beat. He did beat uh, Antonio. He beat Bigfoot. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Then he, he beat, beat up Rochelle, too. Lost to. Uh, oh yeah, he East. beat up. He beat up Rochelle coming off of three losses in a row. My bad. Okay. Sorry. But even still, man, how do you not get ranked in a heavyweight division in the UFC right now? They've got guys in there ranked 15th that have only got had one fight. I don't know. Yeah. This is how much uh, Dana hates right now. He's telling the guys that are picking, it's like, guys, just don't rank him anymore. Probably. Here's an extra five bills. Just, just you know, Here's an envelope. Don't pick Roy. He don't got too many fights probably left on his contract. They just want him out anyway. Yeah. He pissed Dana off a lot with that whole situation. And kicking Big John. Yeah, what yeah. a dick. Hmm. Big John was in the wrong, but don't. Even still, you don't kick, kick Big the John, referee. You, you fucking prick. Any ref. Uh... Oof. So Alexander Volkov. I don't. Bellator heavyweight champion. Yeah, I think he gets knocked out by Big Country. I like the reach advantage for for Volkov, seven inches. Yeah, I didn't think about how tall fucking Volkov is. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's a big boy. Eight inches. Fuck. A three leg reach. Okay. Was it? Oh, that's his height. 
Yeah, it's eight inch reach and uh, only three on the legs. Well, uh, I think Volkov uh, takes that one by decision. Well, I don't think these guys last three. No. Um, one True. of these two are getting knocked out, um, and I'm I'm just gonna take Volkov because I think that reach is really gonna fucking yeah that reach fuck up uh, country. That reach is kind of playing with my head too. Like, as soon as you said that reach, I was like, well, yeah. maybe not. Yeah. I mean, they're I both. Like, I think it goes to decisions. I don't think big country is going to get knocked out, but I don't think he wins. I don't know why country doesn't use his fucking jets. I Ever. don't either. Ever. Uh, he's so fucking good. He's extremely Ever. talented. He's so fucking lazy. His career because could have gone the, in such a better direction. The knockout punch is what gets the chicks. If he's getting, yeah, but sometimes you got to take the sub, bro. Man, yeah, I, those no, thirteen I know, losses. I'm not disagreeing with you. Guys. I know you're I not. Really, yeah. I know you're not. I know but you're saying. Like, like people, he wants to get the money, and he knows that his money is not going to be in his submissions. It's in his. It's in you his can power. still get. You can still get a bonus off of fucking submissions. Yeah, I know, but those, they, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Those be difficult. Thirteen. I will uh, those thirteen difficult. losses that he has <laughs> could probably be down to about six or seven if you would use the jitsu more. Yeah. Definitely better than lower. Without he could a be doubt. A, he could probably be more like 30 and 5 or 20, 28 and 7 if he would have used that black belt that he's got. He's a bad motherfucker and he doesn't I don't use get it, it for shit. Ever. Ever. So, anyway, moving on to the fight. I think I'm one of the most fights I'm excited about. The debut of the fire kid, Tom Dukenois. I've been telling you about Tom Dukenois mm-hmm. for a while now. Absolutely. Yep. Now you guys get to see Tom. We're going to see him against a very tough fighter. Patrick Williams is not a joke. No, man. he's not a you joke. Know, he's a hell of a, t- a hell of a test. This is going to determine whether or not Tom. It's going to determine whether or not he's uh, he's ready for the UFC. It's a it's a great test uh, starter fight. Tom, former Bama weight or former Bama champion. I I'm so excited. Was he two division, Jeff, or is that someone else that you were telling us about? Uh, maybe he was two division. I know he fought in. 35 and 45? I don't remember if he was the okay, two-division champion. Okay, maybe that's Maybe was, he was a two-division fighter. He did, he, yeah, he did He did fight in two different divisions. Um, okay. Because they were, weren't were sure at first when he was coming in whether he was going to um, fight at 145 or 135. But uh, he settled at 135. I'm excited to see his debut. Super excited you know, about Tommy. Uh, I'm debut, hoping man. that uh, everything goes well for him. Good weight cut. I'm hoping that he's that he's healthy for the fight. Uh, you know, no no injuries in in practice uh, or sparring. No no excuses. I want to see a healthy healthy guy, and I want to see what he can perform and do on this level. Well, barring UFC octagon jitters, of course, there's going to be a little bit of those. I'm sure, but. He seems like he's a he's a kid that's seen and done a lot, so I don't think that there's gonna that's gonna be a deciding factor in this fight. Um, this debut's been a long time coming. Yes, like, he turned down they, the first. Yeah, he turned down yes. several offers okay. from the UFC. He he's out of France. He trains at Jackson Wink, and he kept saying that when his camp, his coaches felt like, oh, you were right. He is a was a two division champ. There you go. I knew he fought in two divisions. I couldn't remember if he was a two-division champion or not. But, um, yeah, he, when his coaches made the decision that he was ready to fight with the UFC, he would sign with the UFC. He had one more fight in Bama after that, and then here we are. It is time. 
I've got Duke and Watt. I think second round Kale. Uh, without seeing the kid, I don't know how what he's gonna do. So I mean, obviously, I'm just gonna pick him to win. We'll see what uh, we'll see what he does in there and how it plans out. You know, his being his first fight, he can have a game plan. And as soon as he gets in there, punched in the face once, that thing can go all out the window and. You know, he can go on instinct. It's true. You know, so we'll see what happens with him. But I think he's going to pull off this victory, and this is a good start for him and a great opening fight. Patrick Williams is strong. He's quick. He's very versatile, and he can knock you out in a blink of an eye. So this is going to be a hell of a test for him to start off with. Absolutely. Ryan? Yeah, um, yeah. I'm like Dave. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to take uh, the Duke uh, to win this fight uh, only because uh, you have talked him up so much. Uh, I haven't seen him fight, so I'm I'm more excited to see him fight and see what he brings to the table uh, than than I care about getting it right or wrong uh, in the pick. But uh, I, I think it's nice to see some fresh blood uh, injected into that into those divisions. So see what happens. Definitely, yeah. really excited for this kid. Really excited to see what he can do. Kicking off the uh, Fox prelims. Will be Louis Smoka taking on Tim Elliott, number twelve and 12, number nine, respectively. This is an exciting fight. This is going to be. This is, this is a great fight. I'm looking forward to this one in yeah, the uh, the prelims so much. So much fun. This is the main event of the prelims for me, uh, by far. Yeah, Louis Smoka is a great fighter, and I'm so I'm really high on Timmy Elliott. It's a better fight you know? than than uh, Volkov and Nelson. Oh, absolutely. You know, Smoka is a great, great fighter, and Timmy Elliott showed me so much. In that fight against uh, uh, the champion. Yeah, he did. You know, he showed yeah, me that, so yeah, much. Yeah, he came back. Yeah, he was phenomenal. A lot of heart. Absolutely. No quit at all. Great talent. Um, I got I oh, got him in this one. one. You know, I got Timmy in this one. Uh, Smoke has definitely seen more action in the, in the cage, but uh, I think, man, I'm so I'm just really, really high on, on what uh, Tim Elliott can do. And he's got those intangibles. Um, he's got these instincts that I haven't seen in a long time, and especially in 125 pounder. Tim Elliott's my guy in this fight. I got Tim Elliott by decision. Ryan? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty torn. I, uh, you know, Smoka coming off of the back-to-back losses, I kind of want to see him get back on the winning, uh, the winning side, but I just don't see, I don't see how he gets it by Tim Elliott. His last couple of fights, he's just the the. Fight. He looked like looked shocked and in the fear with who fought afterwards. But there was a Ray Borg, and Ray Borg just like just beat him down. I don't see Tim Elliott having any trouble in this fight. All right, Bobby Green also making his return. Yeah, against uh, uh, Magomedov. Yep, there Rashid Magomedov. We'll see uh, what happens there. Early prelim action. You've got Aljamain Sterling taking on Augusto Mendez, uh, Devin Clark, and Jake Collier. Uh, Anthony Smith taking on Ultimate Fighter alumni Andrew El Durte Sanchez, Zach Cummins taking on Nathan Coy, and then oh Uh-oh. shit, my fucking Bing Bing, who the fuck? I had that thing turned off. Somebody tried to call. Uh, and then the first fight of the prelims, Ashley Evan Smith taking on Ketlin Vieira. I am excited about this fight too. I like. There's Ashley a couple Evans. fights in those early prelims. I'm looking forward to the main event. Of course, I want to see what Alex Sterling can bring to the table. I, uh, um, 
against Augusto Mendez. Uh, I think that he's going to be surprised against Augusto at the power that Mendez is going to bring to him. But uh, uh, definitely Ashley Evan Smith and uh, Kellen Vieira is where I'm looking at. Uh, I think it's going to be the, the fight of the I'm excited the early about prelims. this fight. I really like Ashley Evan Smith a lot. She's five and one in the UFC. Uh, Kellen Vera is seven and zero. Oh. Good, good Hell scrap. Fight. Good scrap to kick off. And Ashley seven, Evan Smith is hot. She is nice to look at. So that's going to round out the card. Uh, I'm excited to sell for this. Such a sneaky fight. good card. It really is. Yeah, man. These free cards have been so sneaky good. Absolutely. Lately. And we're gonna uh, we're, we're gonna do another fight night. Fight night with the Joes round four. Outstanding. Again, Ryan goes over. Oh. You guys didn't win this weekend? Yeah, we talked about that, and you said you wouldn't be here because yeah. of Easter. Right. I don't remember that, but no, I can't anyway. But yeah, I don't remember that conversation, but yeah, I can't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We talked about it. <laughs> we, we discussed this. We have a fill in. We have a fill in. Yeah, we already took care of it. Oh, <laughs> great. Everett's back. No. Oh, God. No. Your American replacement. <laughs> yeah. We've got your American replacement coming back. The, the, I'm not uh, mad at that. Yeah. The return of, of Tony Monteruso. Is this his third one that he's done with us now? I think so. I think, uh, I think no, so. No, I think it's his second fight night. He did a fight night. He did a show. Fight night and a podcast. Yep. Yeah. So this is his third time coming down. Oh, yeah, okay. Second fight night. Second fight night. All right. Excellent. Yep. Well, when, uh, I'm never mad when, uh, when Tony's on the show. He, 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 I, I, he, yeah, he definitely does bring a fun dynamic. Yeah, he does a hell of a job, you know. Yeah, Tony does a good job. I like having him on. And the the first time we had him, we had to, you know, just like the first time we have anybody, just like the first time that we were doing the show, we had to kind of coax him along to to open him up. But fuck, man, I had to do the same thing when we first started. I was like, I didn't know if I should talk now or not talk now. Right. He he brought some facts, though. He did. He he came prepared. Absolutely. He was on his tablet. Like, he was all over it, He was working it, man. He was definitely working it. You know what? Yeah, and then I had to come back stronger next week and bring back more facts. That's why we fire me. That's why I bring him on, man, is keep you on your toes, (laughs) Keep you on your fucking toes, brother. (laughs) Hey, just remember, iron sharpens iron, or steel sharpens steel, and iron hardens iron. We're just trying to yeah, make you better. It. Yep, that's all. That's it, that's all. It's also just to keep you on notice that you can be replaced. Just like yeah. that. Boom. Then you bring Everett back on for a random show and you realize, crap, we need him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, wow. That was, <laughs> that was a nightmare, honestly. Everett, bringing Everett back is like a reminder of a lot of things. <laughs> when you start falling, <laughs> remember where you came from. Yep. Yep. Famous words of Sully So. When you, <laughs> when you start balling, remember where you came from. <laughs> and we came from that. Here we are. Load it up. Yeah. Uh, that's going to about wrap things up for tonight's show. So we'll get uh, get into final thoughts and get the fuck up out of here. Ryan? Uh, just uh, want to give a couple quick shout outs. Uh, John Davis, uh, listener of the Average Joe's, enjoyed. He's actually going to be at the Kansas City card this weekend. Awesome. Lucky and, guy. Uh, yeah, and uh, a listener from across the pond in Ireland, uh, Sierra McKeever, congratulations. He last weekend just received his uh, second Dan in Taekwondo. Wow. Very nice. Congratulations. Going man. Up to him. Yeah, congrats, brother. And, very, very uh, nice. And then uh, lastly, you know, yeah, Easter weekend, everyone enjoy it. If uh, you're expecting the Easter Bunny to come and drop off some chocolates for your kids, don't, don't eat them, Ryan. Some traps. I got recipes for grab. It, you know, don't worry. I can hook you up. 
Carla, if you're listening to this, Daddy is not going to kill the Easter Bunny. Don't worry. I got Lego, it's all man. safe and it's all good. <laughs> Hey, I'm going to give a special shout-out this week to uh, to a guy that we give a shout-out to before, but he has helped us so much uh, this last couple weeks, the last month or so, and he always gives us a lot of love, and that's Blake over uh, at the Loaded Jaws MMA Absolutely. podcast, man. And he's, he continues to, to help uh, push us, and not just us, but so many other podcasts. He brings everybody along with him. He's, he's constantly... Uh, sharing the, the limelight with so many other people, man. Blake is a hell of a great guy. Loaded Joe's podcast, Loaded Joe's MMA podcast. Check them out. Facebook, uh, iTunes, they're everywhere. You can't miss them, and we share uh, their page a lot. So, uh, special shout-out to Blake. Thanks. I really appreciate everything that you've done for us. Yeah. Thank you, Blake, as always. Uh, thank you guys to all the listeners. John, if you get some pictures, man, post them on the page for us. Please. Absolutely. That would be great. We Especially would... Misha Tate if they're topless. Oh, God. You can find those on Celebrity Jihad. Did you not? You look shocked. We'll talk after we get off here because this song's almost done. So, uh, For David Van Bolen, Ryan Dempsey, I'm Jeff Shanahan. We'll see you guys next week. Ah! Uh-